Hello, this is R.J. Deacon reading the Supreme Court of the United States Opinion Syllabus in Lang versus California, certiori to the Court of Appeal of California First Appellate Division. Argued February 24th, 2021. Decided June 23rd, 2021. If you'd like to support the podcast or put a little gas in my motorcycle so I can get to my public defender internship this summer, find a PayPal link in the show notes or contact me. This case arises from a police officer's warrantless entry into Petitioner Arthur Lang's garage. Lang drove by a California Highway Patrol officer while playing loud music and honking his horn. The officer began to follow Lang and soon after turned on his overhead lights to signal that Lang should pull over. Rather than stopping, Lang drove a short distance to his driveway and entered his attached garage. The officer followed Lang into the garage. He questioned Lang and, after observing signs of intoxication, put him through field sobriety tests. A later blood test showed that Lang's blood alcohol content was three times the legal limit. The state charged Lang with the misdemeanor of driving under the influence. Lang moved to suppress the evidence obtained after the officer entered his garage, arguing that the warrantless entry violated the Fourth Amendment. The Superior Court denied Lang's motion, and its appellate division affirmed. The California Court of Appeal also affirmed. It concluded that Lang's failure to pull over when the officer flashed his lights created probable cause to arrest Lang for the misdemeanor of failing to comply with a police signal, and it stated that Lang could not defeat an arrest begun in the public place by retreating into his home. The pursuit of a suspected misdemeanant, the court held, is always permissible under the exigent circumstances exception to the warrant requirement. The California Supreme Court denied review. The uh, U.S. Supreme Court held a decision is vacated and remanded, and Justice Kagan delivered the opinion. Under the Fourth Amendment, pursuit of a fleeing misdemeanor suspect does not always, that is, categorically, justify a warrantless entry into a home. The Court's Fourth Amendment precedents counsel in favor of a case-by-case assessment of exigency when deciding whether a suspected misdemeanor's flight justifies a warrantless home entry. The Fourth Amendment ordinarily requires that a law enforcement officer obtain a judicial warrant before entering a home without permission, some Riley versus California, but an officer may make a warrantless entry when the exigencies of the situation, considered in a case-specific way, create a compelling need for official action and no time to secure a warrant. That's some um, Kentucky versus King and Missouri versus McNeely. The court has found that such exigencies may exist when an officer must act to prevent imminent injury, the destruction of evidence, or a suspect's escape. The amicus contends that a suspect's flight always supplies the exigency needed to justify a warrantless home entry, and that the court endorsed such a categorical approach in United States v. Santana. The court disagrees. In upholding a warrantless entry made during a hot pursuit of a felony suspect, the court stated that Santana's act of retreating into her house could not defeat an arrest that had been set in motion in a public place. Even assuming that Santana treated fleeing felon cases categorically, that statement still does not establish a flat rule permitting warrantless home entry whenever a police officer pursues a fleeing misdemeanor. Santana did not resolve the issue of misdemeanor pursuit, as the court noted in a later case, the law regarding warrantless entry in hot pursuit of a fleeing misdemeanor is not clearly established, 
one way or an, uh, or the other. That's uh, Stanton versus Sims. Misdemeanors run the gamut of seriousness, and they may, may be, and they may be minor. States tend to apply the misdemeanor label to less violent and less dangerous crimes. The court has held that when a minor offense and no flight is involved, police officers do not usually face the kind of emergency that can justify a warrantless home entry. See Welsh versus Wisconsin. Add a suspect's flight and the calculus changes, but not enough to justify a categorical rule. In many cases, flight creates a need for police to act swiftly, but no evidence suggests that every case of misdemeanor flight creates such a need. The court's Fourth Amendment precedents thus point towards assessing case-by-case the exigencies arising from a misdemeanor's flight. When the totality of the circumstances shows an emergency, a need to act before it is possible to get a warrant, the police may act without waiting. Those circumstances include the flight itself. But pursuit of a misdemeanor does not trigger a categorical rule allowing a warrantless home entry. The common law in place at the Constitution's founding similarly does not support a categorical rule allowing warrantless home entry whenever a misdemeanor flees. Like the court's modern precedents, the common law afforded the home a strong protection from government intrusion, and it generally required a warrant before the government official could enter the home. There was an oft-discussed exception. An officer, according to the common law treatises, could enter a house to pursue a felon. But in the misdemeanor context, officers had more limited authority to intrude on a fleeing suspect's home. The commentators generally agreed that the authority turned on the circumstances. None suggested a rule authorizing warrantless entry in every misdemeanor pursuit case. In short, the common law did not have, and does not support, a categorical rule allowing warrantless home entry when a suspected misdemeanor flees. The decision below is vacated and remanded. Justice Kagan delivered the opinion of the court in which Justice Justices Breyer, Sotomayor, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Barrett joined, and in which Justice Thomas joined as to all but Part 2A. Justice Kavanaugh filed a concurring opinion. Justice Thomas filed an opinion concurring in part and concurring in the judgment, in which Justice Kavanaugh joined as to Part 2. Chief Justice Roberts filed an opinion concurring in the judgment, in which Justice Alito joined. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to get a hold of me, I can be reached at rhodesscholar80 at gmail.com. That's R-O-A-D-S, like the truck driving roads, and 80. Uh, you can find a PayPal link in the show notes, or find me on Patreon. Um, hopefully you will support. Thank you.